to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Stop it! Disenfranchised by the modern comics industry, producer Paul Spitaro, Dr. Bill Robinson, and Scott H. Gardner now ply the time stream in a never-ending quest to rediscover and reconnect with that unique brand of fun and excitement that can only truly be found in good old-fashioned, randomly selected comic book back issues. Journey with them now. Back. Back. To the bins. I got nowhere else to go. I got nowhere else to go. I got nothing else. Hello, everybody, and happy New Year, and welcome to Back to the Bins. I'm Paul Spataro, and that's the baby New Year over there with me. I mean, that's Bill Robinson over there with me. I would like to see the baby. Maybe you're not the baby New Year. <laughs> I'm I'm the Werner Herzog baby. <laughs> he, was, he was probably like that as a baby. Where is my rattle? <laughs> Mama, I need your bosom. Oh my All right, God. that's getting creepy. What do you think it's getting? <laughs> no way. Hold on a second. This must be a misprint. What's that? I was looking at our uh, our books. But all right, I'll save this until we get 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 to it. All right, so uh, this is possible. Being New Year's Day, or actually, yes, it is actually. Well, it, yeah, it's New Year's Day. Uh, <laughs> since we record in advance of the day, <laughs> technically we're not sitting here recording in the morning of New Year's. But anyway, this will be New Year's Day, and uh, we decided to take a look at a, another year in comics, and we decided to go back exactly 60 years and look at 1962. Yes, absolutely. If you're interested in uh, doing it along with us, go to Mike's Amazing World of Comics and click on the link for newsstand. And then in the settings on there, you go to show all publishers on sale in January 1962, short, sort alphabetical, and then click filter and you will be there with us. So. Why don't we jump right in and take a look at uh at 19, January of 1962. Now, you know, we, we've already kind of had a little bit of a discussion off the record, and a lot seems to be, at least early in the year, uh, a lot of licensed products and a lot of the, you know, what you would literally call funny books. And we'll touch yeah. on some of those, but I don't think we're going to go too deep into them. You know, as always, well, our, our focus is mostly superheroes. I got to call out that issue of uh, the Andy Griffith show. One, it says issue number 1,341. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably not accurate, although it's who knows. And blow it up. Zoom in. Does it look like something bad is about to happen in, in that picture? 
in, in the picture of Andy B and Opie? Opie? Yeah. Opie looks a little well, concerned. Opie looks scared. Everybody else looks fine. Every, Opie's like, he's like, help me. Now, now uh, just a, you know, an interesting tidbit I've heard in the last year. Uh, Aunt B, which was it Frances Bouvier, I think was her name. Uh, apparently she was a either a cat lady or a dog lady uh, and passed away. You know, and, and it took a while for her to be discovered. Oh, apparently they'll tell me they ate Aunt B. They ate Aunt B. Oh, God. Oh, I hear, you know. I thought you were going somewhere totally different. Like, like she w- when you said cat lady, I was thinking like a madam. Like, you know, she was running a brothel or something. Aunt no, B's no. brothel. No, Aunt B went the way that you will go if Alvin hey. and, and Comet have their way. It's not going to be pate. Don't be so sure. Uh, you're a dark, dark man. So I don't at think this I can point in, in the at this point in the comics world, uh, it's it seems like you know DC is up and running with its uh, you know Earth One superheroes Superman Batman Green Lantern Wonder Woman Aquaman. the Justice League is in existence uh, Aquaman uh, but Marvel is in its infancy at this point you know only the Fantastic Four has been uh, yeah they're they're still running on um, they're still running on um, like night nurse, well, the nurse comics, the um, the westerns, Patsy Walker, yeah, the romance stuff. So the, yeah, but they're they're about ready to have an explosion. Yeah, so which as is the cool. kids stay on the street, uh, I don't know what kid. You but. you are very street. Okay, so here's Aquaman number two. When we when we were earlier discussing this, we weren't sure where oh, we were on the yeah. Aquaman world. It was right next to to Aunt B. Maybe that she was yes. fish food. Oh, sorry. Too soon? <laughs> I don't think it's too soon. I think it's quite a while ago that she was. Uh, Aunt B was a fine lady. And uh, as you know. As I'm going down them, one of the uh, one of the licensed products that I would have a mild interest in is Bachelor Father, only because uh, we, we've actually been watching old episodes of Dynasty at home, you know, with John Forsyth. And it would just be interesting to kind of see him, uh, you know, from the ni- early 1960s. I, I, I do understand that those books are available on uh, on YouTube. Those not those books, those episodes of that show are available on YouTube. So I might have to check it out at some point. And to anybody who's not aware, uh, wait a minute, that's episode, that's issue 1332 of uh, Bachelor Father. There must be some weird numbering going on. And Dr. Kildare's got a crazy number. Wait, did something happen to this page? Let me refresh this page. No, I I, I think, honestly, I think uh, Dell uh, had a different way of numbering a lot okay. of his books. Deputy Dog is number 1299. Yeah, I didn't notice that before when we. Doctor Kildare's thirteen thirty seven. Elma Fudd is twelve ninety three. I think I, th- I think I'm you know I'm I'm really not sure what the logic was behind it, but it was not just consecutive mm-hmm. numbering from issues one on up. Yeah, I I don't think they were thinking about back issues for people to go back and collect them. Well, if you're collecting Elma Fudd, here's where you go. <laughs> so, spoiler to anybody who wasn't aware. John Forsythe was the voice of Charlie on the TV show. If you weren't aware of that. If you weren't aware. Oh, we got Dr. Kildare, Richard Chamberlain, 
very young looking Richard Chamberlain who would be into thorn birds and uh I believe the first uh born conspiracy movie. Oh, was he really? I didn't know that. Yes, if if I remember correctly, he was Jason Bourne. Uh, that I don't remember when that one came out though. You know. Look at uh what is it? Conga number 5. That is a badly drawn ape. Wow, that's like that's an emaciated ape. He he needs to eat and, something and, or somebody. And yet he is is he's emaciated and distended at the same time. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. We got, oh, we uh, got Justice League Ten with Felix Faust with the the like the Salvador Dali uh, cover where all the JLA are on the tips of his fingers. Yeah, he's got the JLA finger puppets. Oh, I am Superman. I'm gonna do this. Well, I'm I Batman. I could do something I'm gonna some, stop you. <laughs> put somebody's fingers up my ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we have an, an issue of Patsy and Hetty, which I believe is Patsy Walker. Oh, there's lit. Oh, see now, Linda, you were talking about the nurse comics. Linda Lark was a Dell book, not a Marvel. Yes, but Linda Carter. Linda Carter, not to be confused was, with was Wonder a Marvel Woman. Book. And and I believe that she was one of the characters that the night nurse from the Marvel uh, Netflix series was based on that uh, Rosaria Dawson played. Mm-hmm. Yep, fixing everybody up. Uh, the Rifleman. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that I'm not familiar with, and as as a pop culture fan, it disappoints me that I don't know them. But like Ripcord, I don't know that show. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, there's very okay. Think about all the shows that come out now and just get canceled, and you just forget. I think that's what this this is like. This, these things might have had a half a season or a one se- season run, and they were gone. But somebody's just cranking out, you know. With no social media 60 years ago, this would be like this would be the equivalent. Well, at least to me, would be the equivalent of like YouTube. Or, well, I guess I'm showing my age or like, you know, TikTok to where it's 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 something that's cheap. You can look at, you know, where TikTok is free. Uh, of course, they're probably mining all your information. But besides that, <laughs> you know, so they were probably throwing out all these things for properties all the time. You know, even though they probably just went nowhere just to, you know, get it out there. The kids will buy it. The kids will buy anything. Well, Ripcord, I just looked it up on uh, Wikipedia, uh, had two seasons. It went from 1961 to 1963. The premise was a variety of adventures surrounding the then new thrilling sport of skydiving. The two men and their private Cessna airplane were placed in unusual situations where their special skills and abilities were needed. This led them on exciting weekly adventures from chasing dangerous criminals to performing difficult and daring, if occasionally absurd, rescues. Who starred Larry Purnell, Ken Curtis, Paul Comey, and Shug Fisher. I'm not familiar with any of them based on their names, Hmm. so I can't. I'm just trying to look. Oh, uh, Ken Curtis was Festus from Gunsmoke. Oh, so I okay. I know him. Uh, but the others I'm really not familiar with. And that is it for Ripcord. Mm-hmm. We also have Sea Hunt, which I am vaguely familiar with. I don't remember ever watching it, but I am familiar with, you know, uh, what's it, Lloyd Bridges and, and that that was his show in the early 60s. Picked a bad week to stop catching fish. Oh, sorry. That's a 
subtle airplane reference out there? Anybody? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Isn't even Bueller. subtle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my jokes are bad all the time. So, uh, Target the Corruptors. Is that the, uh, what the heck is that? No idea what that is. It's probably a movie or a show. Probably. Uh, Tiki well, the Timid Ghost. It's also a Wizard of Oz comic book. Where? It would be under Tales of the Wizard of Oz. Oh. It's oh, okay. Book. It's got very simplistic looking artwork in it. Hmm. And so. we got the Three Stooges Meet Hercules, which was the later iteration of the Stooges. Yeah, that's with with Curly Joe Dorita, who was not funny. Uh, and Larry and Mo were, you know, really quite older at that point and you know just not not good <laughs> and i love the three stooges in their heyday but this was not really solid yeah i learned a, a, a good lesson as a child about the three stooges punching a brick wall looks good on a show but not in real life <laughs> <laughs> life lessons by dr bill robinson <laughs> ow that hurt we ready to move to february Yes, let's move on. Okay. Oh, and just by the way, I'm going to time our sessions to keep us from going too long on any particular month. How are we doing? Uh, how, how are we doing that first one? I think I, I, feel I forgot one. to time that month. So oh, okay. I'm starting say, with I, February. That didn't feel like six minutes to me. That felt more like ten. <laughs> so, you know, again, we start off with Action Comics. We have Adventure Comics with Superboy. Bob Hope. The, the Fly. Uh, you know, The Fly was a series I thought came out later in the 60s. Also, The Adventures of Jaguar, I thought, was later in the 60s. Those were in the uh, Archie Comics superhero line. Oh, you uh, but they Jaguar. were both then. Jaguar. Mm-hmm. No? Well, Jaguar's a, a dude, so no. Well, Brides in Jaguar. Kane's hundred, number one hundred, number one. What I gotta look that, that one up. That, that, I gotta that, look that one up. It's probably. Oh, early. that's. Oh, I know that guy. That that's another one of those that guys. That actor was the guy that was thought out in the Next Generation episode as the businessman from the uh, from from the twentieth century, and he was like, "What? You don't have money? What are you insane?" But he was like a good negotiator and helped the Enterprise. Remember, they had a guy that was the country western singer, the housewife, this guy, and I think one other dude who was another character actor. You've seen everything, but I can't think of his name, and I can't even think of this guy's name. And we've wasted way too much of our valuable time on this comic. Yeah, well, Kane's Hundred follows the life of Nicholas Kane, Peter Mark Richmond, uh, a former lawyer for the mob. If after becoming engaged to be married, Kane decides to leave the life of crime. His departure from the underworld, however, prompts a mob boss to put a hit on him. But the gunman misses Kane and mistakenly kills his fiancée. Uh, seeking revenge, Kane then teams up with the FBI to bring 100 mobsters to justice. That is that ah. show. I might mute while they're picking up my garbage. Okay. Uh, so, moving on, we do have our first pivotal Marvel issue. Uh, Fantastic Four number four, which is the reintroduction of the Submariner to the uh, Marvel Universe. Uh, so that that is that is the first book we've come across that I can actually say I've read. Uh, but we'll see. I'm sure there will be many more. 
or at least who's that in uh, in Detective Comics? Is that I can't too late. It, maybe that's Batgirl. Is that Batwoman? Uh, that looks like that Bat- looks like Batwoman to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's got kind of the yellow on her costume. Right. And let's see what else we got here. Lantern. Uh, Green Lantern. Uh, Heartthrobs, number 77. The, uh, the the romance comics were big back then. Mm-hmm. Kid Colt. Uh, Kid Colt. Outlaw. Some of some of the licensed books would have would have intrigued me back then. You know, like I Love Lucy. Uh, not something I would like dive down the rabbit hole and try and pick up a lot of. But if I saw any mm-hmm. of those old books on the cheap, I'd probably pick them up more out of curiosity than anything else. Yeah. Laramie, that's a Western I'm familiar with. One of the actors would be later be the doc, the main doctor in emergency 51 or was emergency 50. I don't know. It had like two different names. It was like emergency and then like emergency one or emergency. 50, I don't know. The station number was 51. So maybe I'm getting that confused. And, you know, clearly Superman was the su- the superhero draw of this day and age because we had mm-hmm. him in, in uh, action comics. We had Superboy in adventure comics. We have a Superman series of its own. We have a Superboy series. We have Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, and we have Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. So he, he was the superhero uh, draw. And Superman's foot fungus. Oh, wait, what? Superman. Super rabbit. Uh, oh, uh, Twilight Zone number one. Uh, uh, a crashed plane in looks like may, uh, in Egypt, perhaps. I yeah, I I thought maybe it was based off of one of the episodes, but maybe it's not. I don't think the series was generally uh, mm. based on rehashes of the uh, of. So what the heck is this? Thirteen, going on eighteen. That's not a book at all. Friends featuring the general. I think I'd get a kick out of reading that. Actually, we have a lot of the what are going to be uh, superhero books that are currently monster books. We have mm-hmm. Strange Tales. We have Tales of Suspense. We have Tales to Astonish. So those, those will eventually uh, house our superhero community, but not quite yet. Tales of the Unexpected. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Ready to move to March? Yep. Marching on. Okay, so moving on and resetting our, count, our clock countdown. How did we do that time? Did we get to the timer? We were about five and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Right. We have action comics again. Oh, it, be, it would be nice if I hit the filter button and change the page, Bill. Duh. Duh. Still an amazing adult fantasy. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes, uh, we're up to issue 13, so we're getting there. Barbie uh, and Ken, number one. Hmm. He's a dream boat. He's so dreamy. Batman he's... becomes Bat-Baby. And now they have, they have Batman wearing a pair of shorts and suspenders, but with his mask and his bat symbol on his chest. <laughs> Maybe that's all they could find. Oh no, it's Bat Baby and Robin. Batman becomes Bat Baby. And he was still voiced by Kevin Conroy. <laughs> so let's see, what else have we got here in March? We got Carpet Bailey, Where we got are Black you? Black Hawk. 
I would love to own Bill 54. Combat, Vic Morrow. Yeah, but that's got a Navy guy on it. In the Navy. Oh, that's uh, JFK. You know what? It looks like a combination of JFK or uh, Jack Lemon from Mr. Roberts. <laughs> that's quite the combo. Detective Comics, who's Batman fan? Murder in Skyland. It looks like you got a uh, like like enlarged, monstrous, not even animals. It's, it looks like there's an insect. It looks like a boar and some green thing. Yeah. Not sure what's going what on there. What's going on there? Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Flash, one twenty-eight. Case of the. Oh, that's girls, that. Girls love stories. Girls romances. Falling in love. Oh, this must. <laughs> this episode of the Flash must be something with maybe Abracadabra. Maybe it looks. It looks like it could be. Just, just, just going by the cover because the guy says, "Poof!" There goes the Flash clear out of this world and then there's there's nobody in the suit and the suit's like falling apart that's actually a pretty interesting cover i like that carmine so the fantastic oh. four we have our first marvel superhero the hulk number one hulk 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 smash the gray hulk uh, jla has abonese uh, abba 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 Newport News. <laughs> Walla Walla Washington. No. Abbott, whatever. Hey, Abbott! Wrath and Gast. <laughs> we have uh, Rawhide with Clint Eastwood uh, on the cover. Rowdy Yates, right? Right? Yep. Yeah. Well, this useless information in my head. If only I could be so good at work. <laughs> Metal Men. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting about the Met- I like saw the Metal Men early on when I was a kid and was interested with how they uh, they take on the properties of their personalities reflect the properties of the metal kind of uh, there was like what was like the cyclotron or something that gets embedded in the metal and causes that to happen. Always interests me as a youngin. I've got a couple of. Uh, of their iterations of their series, not this one, not the oldest one. I don't, I don't have any of those, but uh, like some of the later ones when they tried reboots or miniseries, I have some of those. Top cat. Turok, son Turok. of stone. Big, big even back then. Mhm. And then we have a lot of funny books and the Untouchables, starring Robert Stack. It looks like he's like curious. Send me a pizza. I don't know. He's he's on the phone. Maybe they didn't have takeout then. Oh, we have World's Finest with Superman front and center and a itty bitty Batman down in the corner. What is he shooting lightning out of his hand for? Blowing stuff up. Hmm. Not sure what's going on in there. Hostages of Island Doom. Looking up, uh, let me see, villains. Jundi, no further appearance. The Men, 
Mentalians, a native tribe no for the, oh synopsis batman and robin captured and taken to a remote island by a crook named jundy jundy then blackmouth superman obtaining three apparent worthless objects for him while superman is completing the tasks the cape crusaders discover that jundy is assembling a fabled sorcerer's king serpent sorcerer's king scepter a device of incredible power they delay jundy long enough for superman to return and stop him from completing the scepter boring <laughs> Well, other than Yogi Bear at the end, I think. Oh, wait, what's that Wonder Woman issue? It's got like a what is that like? Who? What is that? Is that like uh, is that Donna Troy? It's like a baby. What is everybody a baby? I'm confused. Which one? Wonder Tot. Wonder Tot. Yeah. I didn't know Wonder Woman. Wonder Tot. Wonder Woman as baby. Baby. We had we had baby Batman, now we got baby Wonder Woman. A Wonder Tot. Oh, time's up. Move over to March. Well, moving on. Well, look at that. To April. April. Back again with action and adventure. Uh, Superman's on a picnic. Uh, Supergirl is heating up the burgers with her heat vision. Superman. It looks like hey, Superman's hugging his power girl. Sister. Wait a minute. That's a little different. In action comics, it looks like he's hugging Power Girl, even though she didn't exist yet. Yeah. Hmm. The Bob Hope, uh, amazing. Amazing Fantasy 14. Amazing Adult Fantasy 14. We're getting there. Closer. Green Lantern, guest starring oh, the Adam. Which one? Adam, number one. Penciler, Gil Kane. We missed uh, that. Yeah. Nice. Behind the scenes, we've already done half of this show once. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. You ruined the illusion. Bad recordings. Here's, here's a book about you, Brain Boy. <laughs> brain, brain, what is brain? What is that? Beanie and Cecil. Cecil was like a giant dinosaur, I think. Was that a cartoon? I kind of yes. remember that. Yes, it was. I think, I think Cecil was like the Loch Ness monster, actually. But friendly. Yes. Not that, you know, the Loch Ness Monster isn't friendly. We have Fantastic Four number five featuring the introduction of Doctor Doom. So outside of the Fantastic Four and the Hulk, Doctor Doom predates all of the Marvel heroes. Hmm. Doctor Kildare. Oh, okay. When they had it uh, on the Flintstones, it was Doctor Kill Patient. <laughs> what? Seriously? Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't on the Flintstones. It was on uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, okay. To kill patients. Heartthrobs. DC. Hookbar Hound. Journey to Mystery still not with other heroes. Uh, Dr. Light taking on the Justice League. In Justice League That's of America number cool 12. Yeah. Broderick, Cof- Broderick Crawford in King of Diamonds. Number one, I'm assuming was a show at the time. Broderick, Mr. Crawford, usually always playing an a-hole, a cop, or a, you know, like a gangster. The Rifleman looks like it's uh, Chuck Connors with a ventriloquist dummy on his lap. (laughs) Say hello to all the Western readers. Hi. (laughs) That does look like they shrunk somebody. That doesn't even look like a kid. Wow, that's a weird cover. 
I don't even think that's really his arm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it's a photo. It, it, it's, it's definitely strange looking. Wow. That's, that's weird. It's very weird. Lassie. Ooh, Lassie. Lassie and Timmy defy a gang of toughs to rescue a small boy and his pet raccoon. And the raccoon bit Lassie, gave him rabies, and they had to put the dog down. End of story. So we still have strange tales, tales of suspense, tales to astonish, all featuring kind of monster books right now still. Mm-hmm. Superboy. Not quite there yet. Wyatt Earp, Frontier Marshal. The artwork on that looks bad. Oof. Actually, it doesn't look as bad as I first thought. It's, Hold on. Let me zoom know, when, in. when I zoomed in on it, it's not quite as bad as I thought. Yeah, it's not saying who did the cover. We also have White Earp number 14. It's two two separate issues. White Earp was big back in the early 60s. Who did that cover? I uh, can't tell. And we got Disney's Treasure Island. Yeah. Number one. World's finest, once again. Now, now Batman and Superman are kind of equal, facing off against the negative Superman. Is that the I, per- I personally Superman? preferred the composite Superman. That's a negative Superman. Oh, I don't want to fight anybody. It doesn't matter. Uh, want to save those people? I don't know. Uh, What's they'll the just, use? They'll just get in another. They'll just screw up again. I'm the, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, all right, time to shift to May. April showers bring May flowers. So what do we got? Superman. We got, we got half a Superman. Why is he? Why? He's pink on one half and regular colored on the other. I Some don't know why. again. Half a Superman. You know what? I'll just take a quick... Oh, it was a red grip. I got to love Adventure Comics. Fat Superboy. <laughs> it was red kryptonite, and it became uh, him and Crypto became vulnerable on one side of their body. That's stupid. <laughs> but I do like Fat Superboy in Adventure Comics 298. Also stupid, but just funny. Hey, why has he got to be fat? Because he ate too much. Was it? Maybe it was a red kryptonite thing. Oh, well, okay. Smallville has been affected by an unexpected epidemic of fatness. The problem is traced to the milk. People have been drinking. See, it's them damn cows. It's probably those scroll cows from FF number two. Oh, well, yeah. Ooh, intercompany crossover. Now check check out Detective Comics. Look at look at how the alien is drawn in the bottom left corner. Looks like it's out of a bad cartoon. <laughs> wow, that is bad. Targets of the alien Z Ray. Yeah, okay. Wow, that's Hulk, a num- Hulk number two. It's the Toad Men. Someone calling on my phone. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, there's some Western. Uh, Conga. What is Conga taking on? 
Are those apes flying a spaceship and he's taking out? Oh, I never read Congress, so I don't know what's going on. Neither did I. Uh, it's, that looks bad. <laughs> As do a lot of the books of this era. <laughs> Ooh, Rip Hunter, Time Master, number nine. So Rip Hunter number was nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Turn me on, Dead Man. Oh, sorry. Superman against Mr. Mixelplick. Mixelplick. Submarine attack. Yeah. We got Ultra Boy in the uh, issue of Superboy. Really? A Legion crossover. Oh, okay. That's Ultra Boy? Oh, yeah, I guess that is. That's the. It's what I have, uh, what I was drawn as by an artist when I commissioned That's something. That's right. You, you and your wife, I remember that. Yeah. She, I'm Ultra Boy and she's Phantom Lady or Lass or whatever. Jimmy Olsen's uh, with the Phantom Zone villains. I'm pretty confident I've read that one. I think Scott may have even covered it in a uh, I've Got Something to Say About Superman episode. I think so, too. Scott, of course, Scott's yelling, I have not! <laughs> oh, what's this? I don't Walt really Disney have anything Disney else to do Ah, now. Fred McMurray, a staple for Disney movies You know, I remember the one time I saw Fred McMurray play an a-hole And that was in uh, the Kane Mutiny And I was so shocked Shocked Because he, he was like America's dad for a while Oh yeah, and he was such three a, sons. I think that was where Jose Ferrer throws his drink in his face To the Kane Mutiny <laughs> You know he was a dick in that movie. I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, what's, what, what about Chip and Ernie? They're back at home. It was a good movie. an a-hole. It was a good movie. You need, to, you need to watch that before you watch A Few Good Men. Or if you've seen A Few Good Men, you should watch that now because you'll see. Oh, wow. They did it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Few Good Men is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. But uh, you know, not as original as some people might think. I I actually have that book in hardcover that came like an old original, like when it came out, I guess. Think great, my great had. performance. You know, it's funny because a great performance by uh, Humphrey Bogart in that and in a similar role, you know, not not the same story, obviously, but in a similar mm-hmm. role, uh, similar acting by Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. You know, yeah. Just the, the, the losing it on the on the witness stand kind of thing. The crew was against me, Mr. Strawberries. They called me old so, Yellowstone. <laughs> moving to June. Uh, yeah. Gonna go back up to the top. Let's see what we get that's new this month. Right in the first row, Amazing Fantasy number 15. Pow! I've seen that one before. Mm. So it's, it's our third superhero book after Fantastic Four and the Hulk. Yep. And we have the You know, app. because because he plays it you know plays, because he's portrayed as a younger character, you kind of think, oh, you know, probably Iron Man and Thor and Captain America, you know, well Captain America was Iron Man, Thor, Ant Man, that they were all out before him, but they were not. Nope. Fantastic four number six with a team up between Doctor Doom and Submariner. Mm. I guess they, you know, they they didn't do Doctor Doom really great in issue number five, but they must have realized right away that they had something there. Yeah. 
Detective movie. Comics. What is that? That's ah, weird. Just a. Looks sure like what's what his name from? Uh, oh, he would speak like the guy from uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah, say. <laughs> I got you, Batman. Say. It's curtains. <laughs> uh, Flash surrounded by his rogues gallery. Trickster, Captain Cold, the top, Captain Boomerang, and the uh, Mirror Master. Hmm. So, let's see. There's people moving about in a garage. Yeah, these things happen. Did you mute or are you gone? My wife walked out and I'm like, hey, hey, tell them I'm recording. Keep it down. Snagglepuss number one. Laura and Hardy number one. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what's this Justice League cover? Um, Riddle of the Robot Justice League. Oh, <laughs> introducing in the same month as the first Spider-Man, the first Thor. Oh. Mystery. Okay. Hmm. Well, how did I miss that? Oh, because I'm not up on the language. <laughs> and it tells, wait, a wait a minute. Tales of Suspense 35, The Return of the Ant-Man. So I think he was introduced in... Maybe he is older. Or something like that. So he might have been introduced late in 61. So Ant-Man, hmm. I think, is predates everybody but the fantastic four well where is it it's tales to astonish yeah uh there tales to astonish D- does it say because you can go uh, return of the ant-man ant-man last appearance tales to astonish 27 27 i said 28 i was yeah. wrong. no 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 I, I'm, I'm not being you know no no i'm i'm I didn't think you were. I'm just first appearance. Oh, that. first appearance was well. That's weird because it says his first appearance. Oh, as Henry Pym was in 27, and it says his next appearance is Tales to Astonish 35. Well, but, next one, okay. And this is oh, it was 35. Okay, I thought some reason just, And this is the first one where he's got the costume. So that's the first appearance. Asked, in the first one, it's it's similar. If you've read the first one, it's very similar to like the Incredible Shrinking Man. Mm. Uh, it's not really the same superhero wise. So this is making him into the superhero. Gotcha. Oh, and just uh, the issue of Superman. Uh, it shows on the cover he's wrestling Antonino Rocca, who was a real wrestler. Mm. Back when I used to watch wrestling in the seventies, in the early seventies, he was uh, a commentator. And he had, you know, a heavy Italian accent. He would he would call everybody champion. Well, champion, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I, I remember that well. So it's kind of cool to have him on the cover of Superman. Cool. So we have uh, so so far we have Fantastic Four, then Ant Man, then the Hulk, now Spider Man and Thor. It's ever growing. And we're ready to move to July. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at the world's finest. Meh. (laughs) 
So in July. Oh, uh, we still have Wonder Tot in Wonder Woman. Ugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't expect so much disdain. That does nothing for me. July. We are in July. Alarming Adventures, number one. What is that? The Grim Mystery of the Lost Acre. It's like three guys flying on the back of some uh, bug that's on Giant fire. Bug, yeah. I don't know what that is. Huh. Another issue of Bachelor Father. Another issue of Barbie and Ken. Ooh. Don't forget Ben Casey. Or the black cat. (laughs) Maybe Huey. Oh, Boris Karloff Thriller. Number one. Those are pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of good artwork on the covers of those. Oh look, the Defenders. Yeah, not the same ones. With uh oh 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 oh, what is it? Wait, uh, Robert is, Reed and that's not is that Robert Reed? Oh, and that's F F no not no uh E G Marshall. Yeah, I believe that's right. Who who played the president in Superman two? Mhm. And uh in the freak show movie, the guy that had all the bugs blow out of his body. <laughs> God, I hate that fucking section. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. That's how much I really don't like roaches. <laughs> sorry, I just had a shiver. Fantastic Four number seven, featuring Kurgo. It's not mm. the first miss, really. Even the Miracle Man was better than that. Oh yeah. Who's that in Detective Comics? Alpha, the Experimental Man. Get ready to chuck a motorcycle at you. Get a big A on his chest. Alpha number three. He can fly. He can fly. He can fly. He can That's fly. That's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> Journey to Mystery. Journey to Mystery 84. Oh, captured by the Executioner. Oh, wait. So I, don't think executioner. It, I don't think it's that Executioner. It's like a Russian czar or something. Yeah. Justice League. We've got uh, somebody's rolled up the ad. So we get the Justice League as bowling pins and the atom inside a ball somebody's rolling it down the uh, alley uh who was the villain professor amos fortune hector hammond pied piper sea thief angleman dr davis and the joker oh they must have been a team up or that or it's is it multiple stories no it's one story they must have had like a gathering of the foes to uh to take out the uh like a like a proto legion of doom Perhaps. Marco Polo. Number one. (laughs) What? Music band number one. Really? With Robert Preston? And Shirley Jones? Why is Robert? Oh, he is on there. Okay. 76 trombones led the big parade. It doesn't really seem like something made to be in a comic book. Well, how about uh, Marco? Polo. Number one from Charlton. That cover looks. You know that cover's kind of uh, at least blown up a little bit. It looks not too bad. Almost like. Yeah, it does look like something you might see today. Millie the monster. Right next to oh Millie the lovable monster. Right next to Millie the model annual number one. Two different companies. Ooh, the mummy. 
or mummy number one or the mummy sorry are you my mummy strange tales features the first time where they have the solo human torch stories Mm. we can rip hunter metal man secret hearts Tales of Suspense. What's going on in Tales of Suspense? All right, we're still just, yeah, we haven't picked up Iron Man yet. No, we're on 34. I'm trying to remember, I think it was like 30, 39, 38. Yes, I think it is 39. Kind of. I think it's uh, Tales to Astonish. Yeah, we got Ant-Man getting, uh, he's in a glass, glass prison. Oh, of Comrade Ant-Man has fallen in a trap of Comrade X. Now, I'm thinking of the, uh, that was the, the, co- the commissar in the Avengers. Yeah, but they did eventually in West Coast Avengers have a run where all of these early villains from uh, Tales to Astonish came back to mm. team up. against. Uh, that was when he was like Hank Pym, super scientist. He wasn't ah. and growing. What the heck? I'm looking at world's finest. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Batman. Power of the transformed Batman. He's, he looks like what's what's the name? The new uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, he's all rubbery uh, looking. What his name is I can't remember. a strange comet from Earth, but when he returns to Earth, his vulnerability to kryptonite is transferred to Batman. The Cape Crusader is transformed by red kryptonite into a menace, while the pair try to stop a trio of gang bosses. Oh, there was a comment there. After knowledge of the transference has been made public, the crooks try to use it against the heroes, but Superman and Batman prevail, having switch having switched identities to fool the thieves. Wasn't that was it that was kind of something that happened in one of the animated episodes, I remember that they switched uh, places. Yeah, something like that. But we anyway. are, uh, we have officially run out of July time. Oh, well we were at the end, so switch over to August. interesting here mm. streaky the super horse Adventure comics what comics. is that is that luther putting up a dummy looks like yeah lex luther and clark kent cellmates okay no fan fiction there oh sorry alvin number one. Oh, alvin got his own comic oh wait no not that alvin alvin singing the christmas uh, song Hawkman, number 44. Brave and the Bold, number 44, excuse me. That's a nice Gil Kane cover for the Atom. He's he's stuck inside a watch, and there's a guy pointing a gun at the watch. Like, he's he's behind the glass in a wristwatch. Yeah. <laughs> and it says the time trap. That is a cool cover. And you can see up his nose. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> What is Detective Black- Comics has, a, has an interesting looking cover, fighting the Flame Master. Who's David Ladd and why do I care about his life story? I'm not sure. Ooh, the Flame Master. That is, that is an interesting cover. Dick Dillon. David Ladd was born in Los Angeles, California. His father was Alan Ladd, an actor. His mother was Sue Carroll, an actress 
of talent agents, an actress and talent agent of Jewish descent. His siblings are Alana Ladd Jackson, Carol Lee Ladd, and Alan Ladd Jr. He attended Harvard Westlake School in Los Angeles. Following the death of his father in 1964, graduated the University of Southern California. Why he has a comic book, I don't know. Hmm. It looks like he appeared in quite a few things between 1953 when he appeared in Shane with his father uh, up until 1979 when he was in an episode of uh, Fantasy Island. He's got about, I don't know, about 20, 25 things on his uh, resume there. But why he has a comic book, I do not know, and I probably never will. Okay. I I I had a joke before the... Uh... Before the David Ladd story, but I don't know. It was about Dick Dillon. Okay. I work for Dick Dillon. Dick Dillon owns the books. Sorry. Okay. Fantastic Four introduces the puppet master. Mm, Oh, he's never been creepy at all. (sighs) Green Lantern fights Star Sapphire. Is that Carol Ferris? That's Carol Ferris, right? If I remember Later on, it was, she was, her power would have been derived from the like spectrum of rings, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you, may, like that. you may not have read a lot of those. That was like back in the 2000s, I think. Yeah, I read a little bit of it. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing, separating, you know, using the spectrum of light, you know, or the spectrum. So, eh, what we got? Pinocchio. Ugh, new Adventures of Pinocchio. Hmm. How'd they pry that copyright away from Disney? Or was it in a is it in a domain? Pinocchio is is a, a public domain character. Hmm. As long as you're not stealing their character model, I would imagine you can get away with it. Strange Tales. I'm sure there's plenty of of asbestos in that comic. Yeah, I miss the jokes of uh, the fantastic cast with the asbestos. <laughs> What's Wonder Woman doing this month? Superboy. Wonder Girl is there with her. But it's Wonder Woman at least as an adult. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Wait, is that Tales of Suspense? Who is that? That is not a superhero. Thing. The challenge of Zarkor. We do have Ant-Man again in uh, Tales to Astonish. Teenage love. Just about ready to go on to September. Three Stooges. The the Three Stooges in orbit. Wait a minute. There's another Twilight Zone number one. Was the other one Dell and this is now Gold Key? Because this one says Gold Key. That's weird. That may be correct. Yes. You ready to shift to September? Oh, that Wonder Woman still has a Wonder Tot in there. You missed it. It's, it's got Wonder Girl. It's not. No, no, no. Look, look at Wonder Woman behind Wonder Woman's butt on the cover. There she is. You just got like this horrible blind spot. You don't even want to see Wonder Tot. I really don't. <laughs> oh yeah, there she is. So stupid. <laughs> The Wonder Tot ate, bro. Don't like bro, bro, bro. Sorry, I thought I was in the tracksuit mafia for a second. Bro, 
right, we're hey, ready to move. Everybody's watching Hawkeye. You'll understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've always moved on to September. Okay, and I will start the clock once again. We got, uh, oh, baby Yui. <laughs> What's going on with Superman? Who is he facing off against there? It's Lex Luthor and the Kryptonite Killer. Aquaman and Aqualad. And something that I know Scott posted recently, but something I've, I've known for a long time, is the voice of Aquaman on uh, the Super Friends cartoon is the same guy who uh, ran the soda shop in Back to the Future. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, but yeah. He also played the one of the when one of the my three sons got married. He was the father-in-law of Chip's, or he was the father of Chip's wife. Mm. Okay, Submariner buys the uh, Baxter Building in Fantastic Four. Is this when he uh, started? No, that's not later when he starts a movie company, right? I think that's later. And we've got uh, Justice League is. Uh, Challenge of the, another one of those three uh, things, isn't it? No, no, no. This is this challenge of the uh, untouchable aliens. Looks like an Easter Island head. I, you know what? I bet you it is. I bet you it grew right out of the ground. Yeah. Hulk number four. Uh, I don't specific. I know I've read it, but I don't specifically remember this, so I'm thinking it's a very forgettable early. Oh Hulk my here. God! That Casper one is just. Friendly ghost Casper fifty two. He he pulled his skin off. Oh my god. He's watching yeah. his skin. That's horrible. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I guess it's man. supposed to be a sheet, but yeah. Yeah. Which one did you say? Thor fights the tomorrow man. Mm. Is that today or yesterday? Yeah, know. it's one of those days. Oh, the tomorrow man. Is that Zarkov, whatever the tomorrow yes. man? Yeah. Well, it's sad that I know these things. Uh, oh, National Man. Velvet. Mm. Little Liz Taylor. No, no, that's, that's not, not her, though. No, must be. She was did in they the have movie. a TV show? Uh, maybe. Uh. She wore National Velvet. No. <laughs> uh, that cover of Superman looks familiar. Another Phantom Zone prisoner. Scott probably covered that. Oh, look. Lois Lane is dreaming of getting married to Superman. What a shock. Mm. I mean, how many think, issues could you get away with with that? It ain't going to happen for a while, lady. Ant-Man fights the... Oh, what's his name? Egghead. <laughs> Best thing about Egghead was when he framed him for... When he framed Pym for his murder. Mm-hmm. That was about the bet. That was like Avengers two, uh, where in the two twenties to two thirty somewhere in there. I don't see a lot that's getting my uh, interest in. Uh, Wait, let me see. Wonder Woman. I don't see a Wonder Tot. Menace of the Mirror Wonder Women. So there you go. Your Wonder Tot is gone. Good, finally. World's finest. Joker Luthor Incorporated. 
Oh, see, and here I thought all those team-ups of Joker and uh, Luthor came in this Superman the Animated Series. Clancy no, Brown and Mark Hamill they, just chewing up chewing up scenery. They had to do that way earlier than that. There's a comic called Wally. He's the most. I have no idea. Looks like a high school or a college thing. Got like a Letterman sweater and a bunch of people walking behind him and a chick on his arm. A lady. It's like a, an Archie ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving to what month are we going to? October? Uh, October. There we go. Uh, X-Comics. Superman goes wild. Chains on him. He's like, he's locked up like King Kong and fighting against the uh, chains. Synopsis, the Superman Revenge Squad uses a device attuned to Superman's mind, which causes the Man of Steel to act reckless and evil. When the machine is turned off, Superman remembers nothing that has happened while under the influence of the machine. The world turns against Superman because of his behavior, which is the goal of the Revenge Squad. Superman is able to secretly instruct Perry White to execute Plan P, a pre-range plan to use in case of emergency. Using plan, Superman tends to act crazy when, even when not under the influence of the Revenge Squad's machine. He is then able to free the super emergency squad, oh, the Superman emergency squad, that has been trapped inside Candor. The emergency squad then defeats the Revenge Squad, permanently freeing Superman from the influence of the machine. <sighs> Fantastic <laughs> Four, it's the first time Doctor Doom does the mind switching thing that uh they had him use for a few for a while they've kind of gotten away from that now. oh i remember when he swapped his mind into christos the little kid and then he ripped open the uh oh no we're, what we're out of time no no that's I, I, I forgot to reset it that was from last got brain boy again Yeah, my most memorable one with the Doctor Doom mind switch thing was when he uh, did it with Daredevil in two issues really? of Daredevil. Oh, was that like an early Daredevil? I don't remember 30, that. Thirty-eight and thirty-nine, I think it was. Wow. So what? So suddenly Doom's like blind? Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. He, he switched bodies with him. I don't know why you'd want to switch with Daredevil. Frankly, it's not but, like his superpower set is one that that. Doctor Doom should be coveting, but well, maybe whatever. it was for his nefarious plot. Yeah, it was. Uh, we have uh, Justice League, the Cavern of Deadly Spear- Spheres. Uh, okay. <laughs> Go to Tales to Astonish. We covered that issue uh, in an episode where I, I had Professor Allen on. He had sent me an, an, an old issue of uh, one one of the reprint magazines from the 60s you know one of those ones where they have like five different reprint stories mm-hmm. in it and that was one of the stories in there <laughs> very very silly stuff tales of suspense we're still just uh plugging along with that nothing to see there yeah two gun kid walt disney's escapade in florence you gotta figure every kid's just dying to get that. Hey, it's got a net Funicello. Uh-huh. American's treasure. 
Her and Kurt, Kurt Russell. I was saying something the other, like last night. I was like, don't you remember Kurt Russell being in all, all the Disney movies? The oh, computer. Yeah. I'm saying this to my wife. I'm like, the computer wore tennis shoes, the world's strongest man. I'm like, he's one of the few child actors that was able to parlay an adult acting career out of his early child childhood. You know, I was, I'm like, he's America's treasure. <laughs> because I said I hadn't seen the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, and they're like, oh, we've seen that. I'm like, we'll go. Yeah, but have you seen this? Have you seen this? Don't talk to me about your Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> Don't tell me about Kurt Russell. I saw Escape from New York before you were even born. <laughs> exactly. Moving to November. Moving right along. Move along. Move along. Nothing to see here. All right, what do we got? We got a bunch of ants. <laughs> Action comics. Oh, God. Super ant. Super ant turns into part ant. Don't tell, don't tell me. Red kryptonite. Probably. Uh, in, in Adventure Comics, we have Superman meeting Superboy. Oh, yeah, it's red red kryptonite. Gave Wayne him an advantage. ant head. He's got an ant head. <laughs> what do we got? Superman's beating up Superboy? It is that advance of uh, DC Comics presents. Mm-hmm. Where's Aquaman DC Comics? Number presents? seven. Well, because they had eventually the issue with Superman and Superboy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Other. Sorry, I thought you were saying it showed up here. I'm like, ah, what? The Impossible oh. Man is in the Fantastic Four. Now that's his first appearance, right? Yes. Yeah. I believe so. I'm trying to remember if there was anything before. I do not think there was. Jekyll and Jekyll. Incredible Hulk, number five. Hulk fights Tyrannus. Thor fights Loki. If I remember correctly, next month will be the last issue of Hulk, right? I believe number six, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Ed. Hello. I'm (laughs) Mr. Ed. Uh, what's his name? The uh, Wilbur eventually went on to be the voice of Scrooge McDuck in the 80s. Yes, yes, he was. He was also, wasn't he the voice of uh, Frodo in the animated Hobbit movie? Uh, I thought Orson Bean did that. Isn't that Orson Bean? No. Who is that? Uh I can't think of his name. Alan something. Uh, oh, well, I guess I believe you're right. Yes, I'm getting my actors confused. They look a lot alike. It was Alan now, Young. Alan Young. Of course, now you're going to say, they don't look alike at all, Bill. What's wrong with you? I'm not going to say that at all. <laughs> the Phantom. Gold key. Phantom number two. I guess we missed it when it came out prior. Oh, we're just doing what catches our eyes here. We're not totally covering everything supercar tales, tales of suspense has the teenager who ruled the world still uh, no iron man if only <laughs> <laughs> superman they're holding the bottle city of candor some guy's shaking his fist at superman i'll get you superman and your little dog too agent of the it's super people man who's it's the day ant-man failed i vaguely remember reading that issue but I don't remember what happened. Tasmanian Devil. 
<laughs> and his tasty friend. Number one. <laughs> that would be, you know, if you owned that, it's almost like it would just be a wall book. <laughs> you, you know, you, you don't you don't buy that to read it, but you, you don't want to just sack it away in the, in a uh, in a box either. You get a frame and you put that one up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we not round lot, out. Not a lot going on in November. No, we round out with a bunch of Disney books and uh, some romance things. Oh wait, Wonder Woman. We, we hold have the on. Attack of the Human Iceberg in Wonder Woman. Do I see a tiny tot or I see Wonder Woman? No tiny tot. So we will move on to the final month of 1962, December. And we, right off the bat, jumps out at me. Amazing Spider-Man number one. Oh. It's interesting back then, though, like even that book had two separate stories in it. Like they 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 weren't inclined to write long, full full issue stories. Hmm. Sorry, I was just looking at this Adventure Comics and the Superman to see if anything interesting there. Nah, not really. What was the two stories? Oh, Spider-Man many, and the other ones versus the Chameleon. But didn't those two yeah. stories kind of well, there, was, there was the Fantastic together? Four and then yeah, there was the yeah. Chameleon. Two separate stories. Uh, Action Comics. How many times do we? How many times in the 50s and 60s, did they have somebody ripping open his shirt to reveal that he's Superman? Aha! Batman. He's being attacked by some aliens or something. And he's got Batwoman there with him. Yeah. Bugs Bunny Showtime. Overture. Curtains, lights. This is it. We'll hit the heights. And oh, what heights we'll hit. And I'm done. On the show, this is it. Key issue of the Fantastic Four. Scott and I recently, well, in the last year or so, or year or two, we did that issue oh, for right. our uh, Hulk, Hulk thing, thing. Uh, retrospective. Captain Cold and fighting the uh, the Flash, but you also have the Elongated Man in there. Excuse me. Uh, I whip this out. <laughs> Uh, Josie and that's the a, oh, that's not Josie and the Pussycats. It's just Josie. Well, that's weird. Yeah, Josie and the Pussycats. I don't think in, was invented yet. Although Josie it does look like the same Josie. Yes, yeah, so I guess it was. I guess it was the same character. She just didn't have the cartoon yet. I think. Interesting. I thought she was invented for the cartoon. I have good no. co- good cover on Thor. Yeah. Starring the mighty Thor. Justice League. They're getting sucked up into a spaceship. I don't know what's going on there. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I want to look up McKeever and Colonel to see what that is. <laughs> That's, uh, what the heck? What, what? What is going on in this thing, this book? Why does this kid have, like, um, what is that, a monster? I don't know what's happening. Keeper and Colonel is an American sitcom that was broadcast on NBC from September of 62 to June of 63, Sunday nights, uh, played by Scott Lane, was the lead character, a likable but mischievous cadet. He often found himself in trouble with Camp Commandant, the pompous Colonel Harvey T. Blackwell, 
played by character actor Ellen Joseph, uh, Jocelyn, excuse me, hmm. who, who was famous for playing aristocratic wealthy snobs. Jackie Coogan played, that's Uncle Fester for those of you who don't know, played Sergeant Barnes, a down-to-earth school staffer who was more sympathetic to McKeever. The program also featured Elizabeth Fraser, who I don't know, as the school nurse, Miss Warner, character actor John MacGyver, who is uh, probably most famous for being Mr. Weatherby and Archie, uh, as well as child actor John Eamon as Monk. Hmm. Never heard of it. Nope. They have Millie the Model. We got Mutt and Jeff. Man, not a lot. Jump. Oh, Space Family Robinson. Gold Key. Okay, we Wait have, I guess, our final yeah. superhero introduction or Marvel superhero introduction of the year. Uh, Iron Man and Tales of Suspense 39. Oh, yeah. So we yeah, pretty much have our core heroes at this point we have fantastic four we have spider-man we have ant-man we have iron man we have the hulk we have thor and captain america is going to be reintroduced in the not too all we need now is something to bring them all together yes and who's world's finest the mystery of the crimson avenger looks like he's spraying some shooting something at them that's making them inflate like kananga in live and let die Sorry, sorry. Which one is that? Is that the Tales of... Uh, I was looking at the one. Excuse me. (laughs) My inflato ray. I've seen this Wonder Woman cover before. I don't know. That Kind of her splitting a a skyscraper in half. I guess she's being... uh, she grow? Enlargened for some reason, and she's breaking out of the building. Was it enlargement month? I don't know. Maybe. With a f- what? As a prelude to their invasion, a race of machine men infects Wonder Woman with a food bullet. Okay. The infection causes the Amazon to grow to tremendous size. Her appetite is also affected. She must eat and drink more than f- more and more food, exhausting supplies of the world. Finally, she launches herself into space to protect the Earth. Coincidentally, she is launched at the exact moment of the invasion. She defeats the invasion, and the cosmic rays of space reverse the effects of the food bullet. See, that'll teach you. Don't buy them full those uh, those food bullet things. They'll just make you fat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no neutral bullets for us. <laughs> All right, so that will wrap up 1962. It was a very good year. Uh, it was a, it was a basis. It was a basis for a lot of things uh, yeah, for lot, Marvel lot of, at least. A lot of introductions. Yeah, a lot of it, it, intros for Marvel, continuations, maybe a couple small intros for DC. You know, a lot of the the same for many of the other companies that were still around. So, yeah. well, you know, not and a bad. Lot, a lot of licensed products. Oh, like licensed yeah. books rather. A lot of licensed books. All right. So we'll, that's, that'll do it for 1962. And Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next week when we'll do something that will not include 1962. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll go <laughs> cover that. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, McKeever and the Colonel. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like a must-read book. Oh, my God. See if we can find it. If we can find it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> 
Kill right. me now. I'm gonna, but I'm going to say goodbye and Happy New Year for now. Everybody. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at bins at twotruefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of Demanzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. But, um... <laughs> Uh, ba 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 ba. What was I saying? <laughs>